This is Carrie D. Welcome to the Coffee with Carrie Homeschool Podcast. Join me every Thursday for some much needed encouragement, coffee, and conversation. It's my prayer this podcast will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Hey, if you're blessed each week by our podcast, Coffee with Carrie, then make sure you check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee Homeschool and Step with God. And then share our podcast with some of your homeschooling friends who might need a little encouragement too. You can also find me at Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. So stick around, pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. I think, no, I know, you're going to be encouraged. Well, this is our co-op Sabbath week. This is the week we don't meet for classes or for any formal activities so that we can practice the principle of Sabbath. We work diligently for six weeks, and then we take the seventh week off to rest. Now, as many of you know, we graduated our last homeschooling child last year, so I'm not officially homeschooling my own children anymore. However, I'm still teaching in the homeschooling community and participating in Sabbath breaks. Trust me, my mind and my body need it more than ever. So, what am I doing during our Sabbath week? Well, my husband and I are traveling all around the beautiful state of Tennessee. We went there last Christmas, but our trip was interrupted by COVID, so we had to make our way back home a little early before we finished exploring the state. We wanted to go back, so we picked fall so that we could enjoy the beauty of the changing leaves. So, my Sabbath break is actually full of activity. So, how am I resting if I'm constantly on the move? Well, how about a little grammar lesson first? Rest is a noun, but rest is also a verb. According to the Webster's Dictionary and the Bible lexicon, rest can mean several things and be used in different ways biblically. It can mean to cease from labor or work. It could mean to be still or quiet or to be tranquil or to sleep or slumber, but it could also mean to lean, to trust, to rely. And of course, the one we're all familiar with, it could mean to cessation of motion or action of any kind, rest from labor, rest from mental exertion, and rest of body or mind. When rest is used as a verb and applied biblically, it can have two main applications. One is to cease from activity, or two, to partake in a restful activity. This may seem like a paradox, but the Lord calls us to take a Sabbath so that we can rest from our work, but it is also so that we could spend time in worship. We're resting from work while engaging in the act of worship. As a homeschooling mom, sometimes we need to rest from labor, you know, to cease activity. Yet sometimes we need to rest by doing something we love as a form of relaxation. We can spend an hour, an afternoon, a day, or even a week truly resting. Or we can spend that time engaged in a restful activity that brings us joy and peace. When we rest in the Lord and in His plans for our family, it really is a true act of worship. So, my Sabbath week of Tennessee Travels is a break from labor. It's a rest from mental exertion. It's a rest from my mind. 
not necessarily for my body. And it's also a week for me to rest in the Lord, to lean, rely, and trust that the work I have waiting for me when I get home, God will provide a way for it to be completed when I return. I can trust and rely and rest in the fact that God will multiply my time when I get back to the routine, that he will provide resources or help so I can get things done in a timely manner after I take a Sabbath. I rest in the fact that God knows what's best for me, and that rest is part of the plan. Constant work, both physically and mentally, is exhausting, and it's not good for our minds, our bodies, and our soul. When we don't take time to rest or to take a Sabbath, we also have the tendency to rely on ourselves instead of relying on God. Our human nature forgets to thank God for His daily provisions when we don't take time to stop, rest, remember, reset, and worship Him. Sabbath is a beautiful thing. So this Sabbath week, I'm ceasing from work, but I'm not ceasing from activity. I'm engaging in restful activities that bring joy to my soul, refreshment to my mind, and worship to my lips. When we were still homeschooling our little family, many of our Sabbath weeks looked a lot like our current Tennessee travels. We took a break from our usual work, from the formal lessons and the constant commotion of classes and activities so that we could enjoy an extended time together as a family in nature or with extended family where we were traveling or just on some fun adventure. We would unplug from the usual and we would unplug from the technology and from all of our commitments. Actually, many of our family vacations took place during our Sabbath weeks. So you see, a Sabbath break does not have to be a week of no activity. It can be for you and your family partaking in a restful and joyful activity together that brings you and your family that much-needed joy and peace. When we went on these family vacations or extended adventures in nature or visits with family, we didn't bring the formal lessons along for the ride. It was tempting, especially if we were taking a road trip, but I wanted to make sure the kids and myself were free from stress and worry and from to-do list so we could really enjoy what God had in store for us on our Sabbath. Now, does this mean learning doesn't take place or didn't take place? Well, you know the answer to that. Of course, the kids were learning tons of great information. They were also creating wonderful memories and building family relationships too. We just didn't force the learning. So don't bring the math book along for the plane ride. Don't try and sneak the spelling flashcards into your purse for those layovers. If your family enjoys audible books like mine, then pop in a good book while you're traveling. Pick up a museum brochure and city maps to explore. Taste the city's culture and explore the richness and the history of where you are. If you're in nature, stop to smell the roses. If your family loves nature studies, then bring your nature journals with you, but don't force it. If your child likes to write, then let him or her bring his diary or writing journal so that he or she can record what they're seeing and feeling and experiencing, but don't push it. Trust God that whatever your family encounters during your Sabbath break, it's exactly what he had planned for you, and it's exactly what your kids needed. So yes, your Sabbath break can be full of activity or even travels. What it's a break or cessation from is the formal work or labor. 
Instead, you're engaging in a restful activity that brings you much joy. Your Sabbath week can also be a week of complete and total rest. Stay home. Sleep in. Prepare several meals in advance just so you can pull them out later in the week or to put them in a crock pot when you wake up. Sing more as a family. Attend more church activities during your Sabbath week. Spend more time each day listening to praise and worship songs. Hey, during your Sabbath week, learn a few new hymns. Play the piano or guitar or ukulele a little bit more. Spend extended time in God's Word together. Or help out a friend. Or serve others during your Sabbath week by delivering meals, making cards, or helping out at a local food bank. If your family loves read-alouds, then spend extra time reading aloud as a family or reading quietly individually while under the covers or under the shade of a tree. Plan a few extra play dates during your Sabbath break. Meet friends at the park. If your family loves to play games, then spend extra time playing super fun games without pushing the academics. I'll leave the video games up to you. Sometimes I let my son binge one day, but most Sabbath weeks, I enjoy the creativity that came from him when he was utterly bored. (laughs) Take out the Legos and the building blocks. Take out the art supplies and knitting materials during Sabbath break. Build forts, climb trees. If your family loves the outdoors, then do an extra nature study that week. Don't add extra work. If they want to learn more about something they saw or found on your hike, then great. Just don't push it or make it mandatory during your break. Go to the beach. Go to the zoo or the aquarium. If your family loves adventures and museums, then find some free ones or inexpensive ones to visit or use your passes that you might have during your Sabbath break. Or finally, visit that one museum that's super far away. You have the time during your Sabbath break to make the drive without having to do those morning lessons. Now, I know all of this sounds like things to do while taking a break, and well, they are. But remember, when you apply the Sabbath principle to your homeschooling and your homeschool schedules and calendar, it doesn't mean you have to cease from all activity. It means you're ceasing from the usual workload of the week to spend time in more worship. You're giving your family and yourself time to create, to relax, and to rest. You're checking out for a while from the chaos so that you can restore the peace in your home and in your mind. (laughs) You're unplugging from the technology for a week so that you can reconnect with each other and with friends. My Sabbath weeks were the weeks my mom and dad came to visit. I didn't appreciate those weeks as much as I do now. Now that they're gone, I treasure those extended visits even more. When my mom and dad came to visit for a week, I learned early on that we needed to cease from formal lessons when they were here. My kids were just so excited that Gigi and Cookie were having an extended sleepover, that's how they looked at it, that focusing on schoolwork was just too difficult for them. My kids were always early risers, so while Gigi and Cookie slept in, we would do devotions together and make a breakfast feast for them each morning. The kids would spend one whole day just showing them all the things that they were doing and making and learning. They were just so excited and proud of their drawings and stories and nature treasures found that they spent hours sharing them with my parents. My mom was an awesome cook, so there was always informal cooking and baking lessons during our Sabbath break too. 
She also loved all things baseball, so tons of time was spent playing catch, watching games, talking sports, debating batting percentages, and updating baseball card and autographed baseball collections. And my dad, he loved bird watching, telling really bad jokes, and talking politics. So during my parents' visits, our Sabbath weeks were filled with laughter and nature and family and current events. My dad was a great listener too, so he would sit for hours listening to my son share story after story, or sit for hours listening to my daughter read aloud to him. Now as my dad got older, he and my daughter traded places. When she was younger, my dad would spend hours reading picture books to her. But as his eyesight got worse, my daughter would spend hours reading aloud to him. And during those grandparent Sabbath weeks, we usually visited a few really cool places too. My mom's favorite was Disneyland and my dad's favorite was Descanso Gardens. So don't be afraid to take a Sabbath week. Don't be afraid to take a day off or to take an entire week off. Your kids will continue to learn even if you don't crack open one math book. They will continue to learn as they quench their curiosity while playing outside. They will continue to learn as they build and create new things during the break. They will continue to learn even if every evening is a family movie night. Our God is a good and faithful God. What God creates is good. What he institutes is good. What he commands us to do is good. And Sabbath is all three of these things. God created Sabbath. God instituted it, participated in it, and commanded us to do it. God is faithful to bless your obedience. Enjoy your Sabbath. I know I will. Thank you for hanging out with me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out my book, Just Breathe and Take a Sip of Coffee, Homeschool and Step with God. You can purchase it on Amazon. I have the link in the show notes. Now, if you heard something you liked, then share our podcast with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week or with a homeschooling friend who wants or needs to take a Sabbath. And if you haven't already, we would love for you to subscribe to Coffee with Carrie podcast and then take a few minutes to leave a little review. Thank you in advance for listening to us each week and for sharing our podcast, book, and homeschooling mom ministry with your friends. We're so very honored and grateful. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and our new book will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless, and see you next time.